Hubhopper Originals. I usually follow the mantra of batching. So I batch record my podcast. So every month I try to dedicate three days where I am doing three to four interviews per day so that I have enough inventory of episodes with me and I don't have to rush through and get tensed about what is coming next. So I batch record my podcast and so that my team also is having enough uh, amount of inventory to work upon Welcome to the Podcasting University Looking for help on starting your own podcast then this is the place to be We will help you with everything from selecting your topic to promoting and monetizing your podcast in the simplest language possible Listen to other podcasters who've been through the grind and learn from them as we interview them every week you can find more details on thepodcastinguniversity.com hello this is dilip and welcome to episode 24 of the podcasting university i still remember that conversation of mine with my mentor who was actually assigned to me to teach me sales when i spent 5 minutes trying to tell him that i cannot sell he silently kept staring at me and at the end of the conversation clapped and told me you have amazing selling skills you just sold me the idea that you cannot sell that's sales a lot of people call it dirty but the truth is that it is one of the most interesting topics to converse on to learn and to succeed in today's episode we are going to talk about sales as a podcasting niche We have with us a business podcaster who is also India's first woman to host a podcast on sales. She is a certified strategic sales expert and also the founder of RB Consulting, which is a boutique firm providing bespoke sales and strategic planning advisory to women-led businesses. She is also a TEDx speaker. author of the book how to revolutionize your sales mindset and also a member of the leadership network at entrepreneur magazine she has also been listed in the top 20 most promising women consultants for 2020 by the consultant review magazine let us welcome roshni baronia from the podcast ace the sales and talk to her to understand more about how she managed to pick such a difficult topic and run a podcast successfully hello roshni and welcome to the podcasting university hello dilip thank you so much for having me on your show it's it's going to be an interesting conversation uh, roshni because you know i'm sure we're going to talk a lot about sales and that's one topic that uh, i think a lot of people think is uh, very difficult uh, and you know it, it's something that has happened to me as well sometime back but then uh when we deep dive into the the nitigrities of uh selling and sales you know it it changes the entire context so uh considering you are somebody who's uh you know I I'll call an expert at tutoring or or training or telling people about what sales is uh it it is going to be a fun discussion so let's start off with a um, you know an introduction about yourself your background and how did ace the sales a very unique topic for a podcast how did this podcast come into being 
Absolutely. Yes, it is quite a, quite a journey, I would say, to me coming into the entire space and arena of uh, sales and the podcast coming around. So yes, it will be an interesting conversation and I would love to share with your listeners. So uh, just to give a context right. about uh, myself and who I am, what I do, I am a sales coach and consultant for women entrepreneurs. I am the founder of boutique firm RB Consulting, which provides sales advisory and strategic planning services to women-led startups and small businesses. I also work one-on-one as a coach and consultant with global clients as well. Now, uh, how did this uh, entire thing of Ace the Sales came about was that... uh, In early 2020, I was uh, looking for a content creation platform, which was in continuance with what I was doing in my consulting. So, of course, a large part of what marketing we do is through content creation and content marketing and social media engagement and all that. But, uh, But there needed to be a platform where I'm constantly creating content as a series and uh, in a regular format. And uh, that's when I was dabbling with a couple of ideations as to what to do and what not to do. Of course, YouTube and video was something which was obvious and many people were doing. And uh, we already had in India the entire space of uh, YouTube influencers already being present here, Instagram influencers being present here. But somehow both the things, especially video, was not something which was fitting in well with me. I knew myself, I had done this self-assessment about myself that I am not a too much of a video person. I cannot consistently do videos. And and I knew that if I, even if I push myself to do that, somewhere down the line, I will give it up and I will not do it forever. Another thing was that uh, I could do blogging, which I was always already doing. But I also realized that in my writing also, I was very conversational. The way I used to write was also a spoken format. I used to use a very uh, spoken language in the written um, format also, like exclamation marks and bold letters and uh, uppercase letter so it was like someone is sitting in front of me and I'm just talking so when this idea of podcast came across it was like putting two and two together and I thought that yes I cannot do videos but I want to speak so yes audio is the perfect format so that's how podcast came and is the sales because of course my work is all around sales consulting and coaching so it was it had to be an extension of my work so that's why the specific topic around sales i know sales is a dirty word no one wants to talk about it much <laughs> so but just specifically talking about that and, and i'm so glad that probably my podcast is the first in india to be hosted by a woman on sales because i know a lot many people are doing business entrepreneurship startups uh, but talking about the dirty word sales is something new so yeah here i am right that's interesting one question that comes to my mind is uh, you specifically looking at you know passing as in you, you're targeting women audience or this uh, in an entire topic that you're you're putting out there 
is focused primarily on women yes so you know it's a question that came to my mind while i happen to listen to your tedx tedx talk some time back but then still why specifically women because sales i think is something that uh, every one of us will need at some point because you know even if you're going in for an interview you know it is said that you're actually selling yourself so mm-hmm. uh, that's that's a technique that everybody needs to learn but why specifically targeting uh, women entrepreneurs good question and a question which i get asked often <laughs> that why we are being left uh, out <laughs> the men always keep saying that to me <laughs> so it's right. nothing like i am leaving you behind you can of course listen to podcast still but uh, <laughs> but uh, you know in my consulting work also which i uh, started in 2016 prior to that i was doing an e-commerce business for 6 years like since 2009 i've been in this entrepreneurial journey but in 2016 i moved into uh, consulting where uh, i was uh, specifically working in sales with women led startups and organization now this this niche which i would say comes across because of uh, the vision i have for my life the purpose driven work that i want to do the meaningful work that i want to do in my life so if if you allow me to just take a step back into how it got started how i got into sales consulting was that uh, in my e-commerce business which i was doing for 6 years i was also interacting a lot with fellow women entrepreneurs peers communities forums and meetups and i was networking like crazy i love to meet people talk to them know their challenges and uh, everyone all of the women were facing the similar challenge of how to grow their business as a solopreneur so these were either home based businesses or uh, women who are leading their business alone but are facing huge challenge into growing their business and how to grow their business so this was a purpose and uh, a question which was in front of me as to how i can be the catalyst to their growth journey so i was coming from a space of how our how and entrepreneurship has been a great tool for me to realize my potential to do what i want to do and uh, design a lifestyle which i want and uh, similarly i want to help other women so i got into consulting choosing to work with women only and that's why when the podcast happened it of course had to be curated for a female audience because they are actually my clients also and they are also the people whom i want to uh, bring a change for add something contribute something into their business and entrepreneurial journey so so yeah that's why it is very intentional that the podcast conversation is curated around the challenges women specifically face around selling right that answered a couple of other questions that i had so which means that you, because you are already into entrepreneurship you are already into a business you were interacting with uh, women entrepreneurs so uh, you know to some extent i think your market research was already done you knew that there is going to be an audience who is as in who will be interested in listening to this show and you 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 had uh, you know some amount of that research already taken care of right yes so market research uh, in terms of uh, uh the niche and who the audience will be and who it is targeted for that was clear but in terms of uh, market research for podcast itself had to be done because because 
uh, I will admit that uh, earlier I had this misconception that podcast is only something which big production houses can do or media houses can do. How can I do it? I am no one. <laughs> right. So, so podcast <laughs> seemed to be that far fetched thing, but. Uh, but as my business moved global in mid 2019 i was like uh, speaking at virtual uh, global events summits and i was networking a lot in the global arena as well my clients were uh, now uh, international predominantly in uh, us canada and australia i was seeing that mm-hmm. anyone and everyone was having a podcast and it was like not a big deal for people there I was actually consuming podcasts four five years back, like uh, uh, the Problem Solvers broadcast by Entrepreneur dot com and How I Built It by Guy Raz and all these things, and they were like something which was beyond my scope of reach. I couldn't do this type of a thing, but when I saw these people, my clients and my peers again in the global space, they were having podcasts. It felt that hey, I can do that too. So let's look into what is a podcast and how to do and how what to go uh, about doing uh, in it so of course i googled a little and i saw that yes india is of course warming up to this uh, entire podcast uh, world i saw hubhopper was a recently funded startup in the podcasting space and um, i was at that time also into media sales i was doing uh, a project which was into media and i was attending these media events and everyone was talking about podcast and panels and everything but the conversation was all around mm-hmm. the creator space the audience was still not aware about what a podcast is the new format of radio so to speak and even when i launched my podcast people were like okay so do i have to download a app to listen to it where do i review how do i comment why aren't you doing youtube why are you doing audio so it was such a new thing for people also to warm up to but i think just over the past year like it has been phenomenal it the podcast space has just exploded like communities like commune and platform for artists spotify amazon focusing on india specifically as a market podcast influencers coming around and you are featuring so many of them so i think indian audience also has embraced this new format of audio which is quite different from the days of radios and amin sayani back then but uh, yeah but yeah it's yeah. it's good right okay so i'll i'll get a little more deeper into you know uh, your style of uh, podcasting because you know most most as in almost all of your episodes involve interviewing uh, people who've done well in sales and you know if like for example if i am somebody who thinks about sales and if i am to you know think about starting a podcast and what is it that i'm going to cover you know i'll probably limit as in there they my thoughts will get limited to maybe four or five different topics but you know when i look at some of your uh, episodes when i listen to some of your episodes i see some very interesting and different conversations that are happening like you know there is this episode that you did where you're talking about uh, dressing right you know for better sales conversions now that's something that usually as in somebody like me wouldn't even think about so how do you research your topics and how do you uh, you know find uh, guests who can talk about those specific topics does it work uh, first finding your guests and then deciding what on the questions that you want to ask or the topic or 
do you have already you know a research set of topics and then you are looking at guests who can specifically talk about those topics how does it work yeah thank you so much uh, dele first of all for noticing this market uh, difference between uh, other people who are talking about sales and uh, what we are trying to do in our podcast because uh, the intention that i have for this uh, platform is to bring a holistic conversation around sales because there is not one thing which defines a success for you when you are trying to grow your sales figures and numbers it's not only the numbers or the transactional activities that you have to do around sales it is a lot about your mindset and personal growth and uh, how you as a person are approaching this difficult conversation so it's about helping people realize that and look at it from all angles take a 360 perspective on it that's why we talk about uh, yes wardrobe styling and money mindset and how you, know, you should invest your finances so that that gives you a confidence and that's why you can command and quote your prices more confidently so it's all about elements which can help you increase your confidence now coming to how i get on board guests so there are a couple of ways i do that so uh, firstly uh, it is through my uh, network and uh, instagram where i am mostly active where i look at people's work what are their conversations and if i feel that i can give a twist to what kind of a work they are having in the context of sales then i reach out to them so it like for example you mentioned the wardrobe styling piece so i actually when i i did uh, a solo episode on uh, body language and uh, non verbal communication and a little bit of this in a solo episode but to have someone who can exclusively talk about wardrobe uh, is something which is very unique to the conversation of sales and since i am not the expert i am not the image consultant or the stylist i brought up on an image uh, consultant an image strategy person strategist and uh, so uh, the questions i was asking her were all in the context of when a, a person is sitting in a sales meeting or having a sales conversation whether on video or in person and uh, how the client perceives your uh, branding and so all those aspects so even if the guest has a particular expertise even if she is an author but uh, for example there is a, a in the future episode coming across an author very renowned and seasoned uh, author who has done a book on um, how to use stories uh, and how to think like a writer to uh, communicate to your people and client and audience so the questions that i am asking her are all in the context of how it feels for a person who is pitching and how it feels for the client who is listening so the expertise also is tailored to the specific intention of how it helps sales how it helps a person in selling better and so that's one format where i am reaching out through social media and my network another is uh, now we have a lot many uh, platforms like uh, matchmaker.com podcastguest.com through which i look through profiles if i find they are relevant again and align to what i want to bring on to the show i reach out to them as well mm-hmm. 
Okay. So when you reach out to your guests, is there some form of, you know, a selection process that you follow or, uh, you know, because uh, you, you, there might be an, uh, a guest that you initially would feel is probably a good fit for uh, your show. And the reason why I'm asking this is because your show is, that is typically focused on a very, uh, you know, tight niche which 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 needs a lot of information to be given out to the audience so is there a selection process where you actually talk to one of your guests try to understand if there is something that uh, of value that they can offer or is there something that you can maybe get out of them which can be value for your audience is there something like that you do or is it a process where you you do all of that and then you reach out uh, to the guest yeah, so uh, so for me, the selection process is the in-depth research that I do because coming from a sales background, research is something which is very, very strong for me. And I like stalk the person <laughs> for a couple of days <laughs> and uh, like what are they posting? What is their conversation around? What is their personal branding? And the second step is how it I can formulate questions around their expertise. That are the two things. The third is where I am a little doubtful about how this will fit into my conversation. Then in that case, I have a pre-conversation with them uh, before the recording and then put it across them that this is what my audience is. This is what I talk about on the podcast. How do you feel your uh, conversation or your expertise can fit into this uh, this arena so yeah premise so so then we have a conversation and then probably come up with a outline of what the conversation can be like this happened with a financial planner so so i did a pre-interview call with her as to hey i really want to have this conversation because it is a big piece of how women find confidence and define themselves uh, financial empowerment and literacy so how can we tailor this conversation to sales so so we came up uh, up with a few ideas and then that's when we do the recording so yeah that's the way i do it okay that's interesting so uh you know i'll i'll uh, go a little back uh, to one of as in something that we just spoke about a little while back so uh you know podcasting from an indian market perspective uh, can be overwhelming for people because you know we've listened to those extremely good audios from some of the you know the western uh, podcasters as in podcasters who've done extremely well over the last many years so when it comes to podcasting in india uh, the usual thought is that it is going to be a very difficult process how is it that i'm going to edit audio all of uh, you know there is a lot of uh, work that might be ha- happening in the in the background so uh, when you started off and to what you're doing today has your podcast setup changed can you just just Tell me about how you started off with your podcast and how did you uh, evolve through, as in through the the last uh, many episodes till the latest one uh, in terms of your show and were there any changes that you did and if if yes, what were the changes that you did? Yes, that's a long answer, I suppose. (laughs) So so yes, it has been a learning curve for me as well, but a fun one. I... This is one thing I would admit that I am having so much fun with podcasting because it is giving me the freedom to experiment. So earlier when I started off, it was solo episodes. Then I did uh, some co-hosted episodes as well. 
then i did theme based series then now i am doing guest interviews so it has been uh, a difference in format also and and considering that i have not completed one year of podcast yet so <laughs> i've dabbled with all this <laughs> but uh, that's the fun part i am having fun with podcasting and it is so enjoyable i like the idea and the process of uh, creation coming up with content and uh, curating it for like a 15 or 20 minutes duration episode where there are tangible takeaways for people as well so that is a very interesting space to work on so firstly that secondly the setup so my podcast is a pandemic baby so i started when we were amidst the lockdown it started in june first of june we released the podcast and so yeah so the recording is all uh, at home i have a condenser mic and a pop up filter and uh, just on my laptop i am doing my recording initially i did uh, editing on audacity so yes i followed a lot of pat flins uh, videos on podcasting how to do <laughs> podcast what editing to do <laughs> so so yeah i did dabble into that but very soon i realized that that this is something that i cannot do and if, if i get into editing i will lose out on the charm of podcasting and i will not do it so i outsourced editing for uh, to someone so uh, editing and publishing is done by uh outsourced people and uh, i am only focusing on the content creation and the topics and the guest and the research about them okay so uh you know uh, good good point that you brought up so my my next question is something that is related to this is exact same topic now uh you know i do some of these podcast discovery calls with people who uh just want to talk to me and check if uh you know their idea is something that is a uh, good for a podcast and a lot of times uh you know what what people ask me and this is something that i want to ask uh some of you who's already doing uh, a full as in into a full time business a full time entrepreneur some of these questions uh, the, the question that they ask is how do you find time to do this and how much time does it take now when it comes to my show uh there is a lot of time that i put in in terms of researching in terms of recording editing promoting so from you what i want to understand is you are a full time entrepreneur and there is there is a considerable amount of time that you might have to spend on your core business so how do you squeeze out time for this entire thing how much time do you spend for a single episode from a, a ideation to a production how much of the effort is it that comes from you and how much of it is done by people that you outsource things to yeah so um in terms of uh, my time devotion i think since it is a huge part of my business it is not a stand alone thing that i am doing just as a hobby it is a part of my business that's why i am very cognizant about that i yes i have to put dedicated time into it whenever i am podcasting spending time on the research or the content or recording of it it is not something which i am taking away from my business time and doing that it is very much an integral part of my business because um, 
yes my clients are there i am uh, promoting my uh, products and uh, lead magnets and building my email list through that and uh, also i am collaborating with the guest as well in uh, various ways affiliate marketing referral uh, partnership and uh, doing podcast swaps so there are huge opportunities that arise out of the podcasting as well for me so it is yes supporting my business and that's why it has the required amount of focus from me coming to uh, the time that it takes away from me so i usually follow the mantra of batching so i batch record my podcast so every month i try to dedicate 3 days where i am doing 3 to 4 interviews per day so that i'm have enough inventory of episodes with me and i don't have to rush through and get tensed about what is coming next so i batch record my podcast and so that my team also is having enough uh, amount of inventory to work upon and then the publishing happens sequentially every thursday we release our episode so that is a streamlined process that is already set now and uh, in terms of researching again i dedicate two days uh two weeks ahead of the uh, interviews on each of the guest as to what specific questions are am i uh, doing for them and send them across over the email so that's the basic thing i do so probably in a month i'm dedicating 5 days to podcast releasing eight episodes okay okay that's an interesting point batching be, be it blogging uh, you know vlogging or podcasting i and i completely agree that batching helps and that is something that people can use to leverage uh, you know the time that you're putting in uh, produce multiple episodes keep it ready so that you you don't get uh, overwhelmed with what to do when uh, you know the next week when when it is uh, for you to kind of go and release an episode exactly. good interesting point there right so harshni you said uh, your podcast is supporting your core business so what i primarily want to understand is that uh, you also said that you get most of your guest through uh, your networking that that happens so how much of this podcast is supporting your core business and what is the kind of help that you've got from this podcast in terms of promoting your core business today right so uh, the nature of my business which is consulting needs me to be established as the expert as the authority so i need to have a very strong personal brand which i have consciously worked upon over the past 4 years and uh, so this podcast is hugely supporting that personal brand of me and uh, supporting me to establish myself as the thought leader in this space because uh, because of women talking about sales is something which is in itself very unique especially for if you call, right. talk about uh, in the indian context so so yeah that is something which i am able to leverage through the podcast as well secondly it gives creates opportunities for me in terms of collaboration and uh, speaking as well so since i have a podcast it has become way easier for me to get on other people's podcast because they know that uh, i understand what what podcasting is what are the nuances how the recording should go and what they need uh, to put across a good episode so i support them also with the uh, 
promotions and everything so that is one thing another thing is when it comes to the guests so i am viewing my guest as my collaborator so of course there is one focus which is the listeners so whatever content you are putting mm-hmm. out whatever conversation you are having it is after all meant to add value to them so the focus for the on the listeners is there of course but i also have a focus on the guest where i look towards them as my collaborators so i specifically am not interviewing cxos or big shots or influencers or sales leaders of corporate houses i am not doing that i am doing interviews with people who are small business owners so the audience is small business owners and the speakers are small business owners and i am digging deep with them as to what is the sales process they are having in the, their business what has worked for them so that element of relatability is there between the guest and the listener and the guest and me so it right, is right. easier for us to collaborate on ventures so we are coming up with uh, joint uh, programs and launches we are uh, getting into referral partnerships affiliate marketing like i said so that is uh, one more angle the last angle is that uh, since this is my indigenous so to speak media and content platform of myself i am free to promote and share whatever i want to so my free resources lead magnets i am i have recently introduced in midroll a digital prog- product which is a low ticket item so these are the things which i am still experimenting with but yet again uh, this is a way which uh, of course it is supporting my business which was a question that it is helping me promote my business to the audience and come up with collaboration with my guests so right win win and uh, something that i just noticed while you were um, you know you were talking about how it was supporting your business is that in in addition to your podcast supporting your core business you are in a way monetizing your podcast as well by doing a lot of these things like for example you spoke about affiliate marketing uh, you spoke about uh, you know the the as in promoting a digital uh, um, course uh, a low ticket item uh, yeah. as a, in in the mid role so so you're already uh, looking at monetizing your podcast uh as a standalone uh, venture as well right yes yes definitely definitely because as of now it is a shoot coming out of the main tree but if it is able to stand itself and find its find a ground out of itself in the coming future it will be great i am all up for it <laughs> right interesting that's a nice point because uh, you know one of the uh, core topics of discussion whenever there 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 is a, a group of podcasters uh, interacting is about monetizing and today monetization is a big thing and a lot of people as and probably nobody has been able to kind of crack that secret like code, code to monetizing yes. a podcast <laughs> so you know that's that's a very and you know i i have been an advocate always of uh because i have been into I, i'm a core affiliate marketer and a blogger so uh, i have been an advocate of using your podcast to uh, promote some of the other things and monetize it that way rather than looking at podcast as a core monetization platform so uh, you know when i listen to what what you were saying uh, it kind of supports that uh, theory of mine 
because it looks like that is an easier way of monetizing rather than breaking your head and, and on thinking how is it that i'm going to monetize my podcast this is an easier way of going and doing it right exactly exactly because you are not creating anything new because the lead magnets that i have they are they were already there for my right. marketing and promotion i'm just integrating it here uh, again another th- good thing that happened that the podcast itself helped me create a an interesting lead magnet so recently i did a small series abbreviated series of nine episodes on how to have impactful sales conversation so this was a series uh, of uh, under 10 minutes each episode and i i that then compiled that episode into a pdf with podcast link and the transcript and it became a lead magnet right so it nice it is such an uh, interesting and i i think it is a seamless integration into my business wherever i am speaking whenever i am at summits i am very intentional about uh, talking about my podcast because it's a great leg of attracting new clients so if i talk about sales process because <laughs> i am a sales consultant so if i talk about sales process so yes uh, in the attract and nurture stage this is a great platform to have the only only downside of it is that it is not as searchable as a youtube video as of now but i think it is it it will get to that place somewhere and especially if i consider my target audience they are very aware about podcast what it is so so i am uh, finding this medium to be very useful for me nice good a uh, question that is linked to this one so i'll come to that and i think this is uh, something that a lot of uh, newbie podcasters kind of struggle with so what are your promotional techniques for your podcast so what do you do what are the social media platforms that you kind of look up to are you uh, you know doing some kind of advertisements or what what different methods do you follow to promote your uh, podcast so my uh, promotions have all all been organic i have not done any paid ads for my um, podcast it is all organic through uh, social media and then uh, syndication on platforms like uh, medium quora tumblr reddit and uh, pinterest so on these platforms i make sure that i share each of the episodes there so so it is totally organic and uh, initially yes i, I was uh, sending it to my personal network through whatsapp broadcast list or the, also to the point of annoying people that why she is sending every week <laughs> a podcast link when people were not aware about how to listen to a podcast so at that time i was sharing with them so they were clueless about what i am doing <laughs> but uh, but gradually yes thankfully i have stopped doing that because now the podcast in itself has an organic listenership and uh, an organic growth i i think the media host and the platforms in itself give that push and it comes through that also so my is uh, hosted on hubhopper again so i think they are doing a pretty good job in terms of promoting podcasts so yeah that's organic okay. totally okay so a uh, last couple of questions that i had so one is that like what you you might be aware that i'm i'm doing this uh, series specifically on uh, women podcasters and there there are quite a, a few women uh, who are in the podcasting space who are in very typical kind of niches very different topics and are doing really well so 
what I want uh, to understand from you, one, for a, a woman who's start planning to start a podcast and second, for the podcasters uh, community in general, for somebody who plans to start a podcast, what according to you are two very important things that uh, you need to have or uh, you need to keep in mind when you are starting out uh, on in podcasting and uh, if you plan to do it long term? Yeah, great question, uh, Dilip. I I think this is something which everyone needs to hear uh, when they are starting out on podcast because uh, this is what I heard in, initially and it has worked for me. First is don't look at the numbers at least for first three, four months. So that is going to be very depressing that only 50 <laughs> people listen to it, 100 people listen to it. So it is going to be very depressing. And uh, don't try to get your head around analytics because because podcast still is not very streamlined. Like reviews also, if people in US have given you a review, you won't be able to see it here because you are logged in from your Indian account. So those are some technical fallouts that uh, the podcast space has to streamline at its back end review again uh, it's not easy to give review on every platform uh, some some uh, apps have it some don't so people get confused as to where to go what to do so those are the things just don't bother about that very early on just focus on your niche focus on your content the conversation you are putting out make sure that you have a flow to it you have a theme to it keep the listener in your mind so though that when they are investing their 15 20 45 one hour with you it has to be a meaningful conversation for them there has to be a takeaway for them so just focus initially on that and the second thing is consistency i know people start podcasts just thinking oh it is raining today i'm having a cup of tea let's talk about this on a mobile and release a podcast so right. that is i don't feel that is a long term vision for a podcast you right. need to have a purpose attached to it as to what it is going to do for you even if it is not associated for with your business like for me it is for my business probably for someone it is not for a business it is just to share their um, their thoughts their values whatever is happening storytelling and uh, whatever uh, they want to have but then please have a, a have a well defined purpose to your podcast because that's what will, which will keep you excited and committed to releasing it on the deadline which is every week every fortnight every month whatever feels comfortable for you but stick to that uh, consistency because you have a purpose to it. So like initially I started out uh, doing a fortnightly podcast because I didn't know what I'm signing up for, how much it will uh, take a, of a commitment from me, how much time I have to debate. Mm -hmm. So I kept it fortnightly. Once the systems were streamlined, then I moved into a weekly show that, uh, okay, now everything is fine i'm outsourcing editing let's move into weekly episodes so um but i never gave up on it because there is a strong purpose attached to it so those are my two things just don't uh, put too much significance on the numbers at least initially and have a strong purpose to your podcasting and that's way when you will be able to stay committed and consistent with it right good interesting two points 
Okay, so uh, a last question that I have for you. So what's your outlook with uh, your podcast, Ace the Sales? What is it uh, that you have in terms of your plans uh, for Ace the Sales? So uh, currently it is uh, going on till uh, July. So in July, we are taking the first season break. And uh, then after that, I am going to really look into a new format of uh, podcast again <laughs> experiment with a new thing <laughs> so i will uh, put my brains into that and uh, let's see what comes up and uh, in june i am looking to do a huge finale event say season finale event because we will also be completing one year of the podcast so let's uh, plan to do that i'm doing that and uh, yeah actually actually it's kind of be uh, surreal uh Dilip, that uh, you have invited me on your show as a, as a successful women podcaster when one year also has not completed yet so yeah i'm feeling good about uh, that as well so yeah that's all that's what i have in mind for eight years <laughs> Interesting. And I'll, I'll, I'll look forward to that finale episode of yours. And then I would certainly want to see as in uh, what what comes out of your, uh, you know, your your uh, analytical brain on what is it that you want to do for your next season. So I look forward. And from, from my perspective, Roshni, what I really appreciate, like what you said, I really appreciate about people doing something is, uh, you know, the consistency with which they do it. And uh, you, you said that your podcast is uh, a lockdown baby. So uh, the last one year during the lockdown, there have been so many podcasts that, that have come up. But, you know, most of them have kind of fizzled out because they didn't go beyond maybe a five, six or maybe a 10 episode. Right. While, you know, I can understand that there could be breaks, but uh, starting off after that break and maintaining that consistency is something that is important. And uh, for me... One of the core you know, definitions of success is being in it without giving up and uh, doing it consistently. And, uh, you know, something like a sales, a topic like that of sales for me is is something as in I cannot think beyond maybe three or four episodes. And when I happen to listen to your episodes and I, I happen to go through uh, your show, I was surprised to see the amount of content you've generated, the very different topics you've touched upon. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's very interesting. And uh, I, I, not just me, I'm sure a lot of people would have wanted to know what happens uh, behind the scenes in your episode. And that's primarily what I wanted to bring out this yeah. episode. So, Dilip, uh, actually, uh, behind the scenes, there is one more that I would like to mention here because you are talking about consistency um, which not many people do but I did it because I intentionally wanted to remove all the roadblocks which could come in my way of uh, continuing with the podcast like I said attaching a purpose to it and outsourcing editing whatever which I could have thought of that could come in my way I eliminated that and one thing uh, which was still there was that if I'm doing it alone I will lose out on the fire with which I started it. So I need an ecosystem which supports me. And for that, I brought together uh, five to six new podcasters, which started out um, uh, around the same time. We formed a small mastermind group and every month and uh, then fortnightly, we used to meet up online just to share what we are doing with our podcast and uh, 
what is going on sharing resources hey this thing came up hey this amazon prime music is taking submissions uh, everyone submit there <laughs> so we were like supporting each other all the newbies all the rookies were supporting each other in this podcast journey and that was a huge support for me because i initiated that small mastermind and just so to be a role model for that five people i was i was so aggressively working on my podcast what to do and what to uh, do next in your journey just to ensure that i am giving resources to them i was building up something for myself and that podcast has worked out so well now it has like more than 15000 downloads and everything so so yeah that is another piece of consistency because that small mastermind group helped me just keep pushing myself to be the role model and to continue with podcast <laughs> it's it's a it's a very uh, you know a, a valid uh, and very important point that you just spoke about uh, roshni because you know uh, there is this concept of having accountability partners if yes. uh, you think that what you're doing isn't something that you might be able to sustain so uh, you know accountability partners kind of keep pushing yourself and you by setting up this mastermind uh, in a way did that and uh it's it's a very uh, interesting piece that a lot of newbie podcasters might want to look at uh if at all they are planning to start podcasting because it's it's a, a podcasting isn't easy it's it's a little taxing there are a lot of things that are there and it is very easy to get overwhelmed but the mastermind that you just spoke about is a good concept for people who want to start uh, the podcast nice good good thought and i think we saved the the best uh for the last <laughs> yeah indeed <laughs> right so thanks a lot roshni for taking the time out coming on the show and uh talking to us about your show about podcasting uh it was a very interesting conversation and i really enjoyed uh you know the entire conversation and all of the the concepts the topics that you spoke about so thanks a lot for coming on the show and sparing the time to uh talk to us about uh, podcasting Thank you so much Dilip for having me. It was very very interesting and fun to have this conversation. Thank you so much. Thanks. So we look forward to the season finale of your uh, uh show and all the best for season 2. Uh and we hope that you come out with something, you know, out of the box just like what you've been doing with <laughs> uh is the sales and we'll look forward to it. Yes, definitely we'll do that. We'll rock it. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Roshni as much as I did it. If you did, then don't forget to subscribe to the show to stay updated with the latest episodes. Do visit the podcastinguniversity.com for the show notes and the resources mentioned in this episode and also don't forget to join my 4-day email course about the absolute basics of podcasting. This will help you get started with your own podcasts. head over to the podcasting university and sign up for the free course today this habapar original is available on all other podcasting platforms like google podcasts apple podcasts stitcher tunein radio spotify in addition to habapar i'll be back again with another interesting conversation until then keep listening to the podcasting university and you all have a wonderful rest of the week
इस हब हॉपर ओरिजिनल को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट